to this week's episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Let's begin with our first question, which is a super interesting one from Enzo. Over to Enzo. Hello, I'm Enzo and I'm four and I'm in Belgium. Why are insects good for the planet? Hi Enzo, thank you for such a great question. Well, one of my favourite places to visit in London is the Natural History Museum. I think it's just down the road from where you live, Enzo. It's full of interesting things to see from enormous dinosaurs to tiny insects. Behind the scenes of the museum are hundreds of people working away studying nature and animals, finding out all kinds of interesting things about them and how to protect them. These people are called curators. We talked to a curator at the British Museum last week about hieroglyphs, and today I found a curator of insects to answer your question, Enzo. His name is Gavin Broad. Over to Gavin. Hello, I'm Dr Gavin Broad, and I'm in charge of the insect collections at the Natural History Museum. I loved your question, Enzo, uh, because insects are so good for the planet, yet most people don't really seem to know that. Uh, Insects are mostly tiny, it's hard to see what they're doing. Except bees. You can see bees buzzing, visiting flowers, and we all tend to love bees because they pollinate flowers, which means we have more plants growing, and honeybees make honey. So bees also make breakfasts better. But did you know that lots of other insects also pollinate flowers, including hoverflies, wasps, beetles? And then there's the night shift when moths and earwigs visit flowers. So insects help keep the planet green, without producing all these new plants and they help us grow so many of the plants that we eat you know it's fruit and vegetables but then what about the waste of course insects are on hand to recycle plant waste and the waste from other animals earth would be full of poo if it wasn't for the insects especially flies and beetles eating all that animal poo reusing all the lovely nutrients that escape the stomachs of other animals insects may be tiny but there are a lot of them this means they're great food for other animals You can think of insects as little protein bars and a crunchy casing. Birds, mammals, frogs, lizards, they all eat insects in their gazillions. Without insects, there'd be no swallows, no bats, no anteaters. In many parts of the world, people eat insects too. There's a much better way of eating protein than through farm animals. There's no getting away from the fact that insects eat a lot of plants too. Think of all those caterpillars munching leaves and aphids sucking sap. They can be pests, but they also eat plants which are themselves pests. And if you have annoying aphids or chomping caterpillars, my favourite insects can help you out because wasps eat huge numbers of these pests. I work on wasps and I really do rather love them. Wasps are nature's pest control and top predators. Think of them as the lions of the lawn. So, I mean, all in all, insects are industrious. The world is absolutely full of insects and without them it would look very different. Our world is shaped by insects. We wouldn't be here if they weren't here. I mean, just think, our very distant ancestors ran around with the early dinosaurs eating insects. Thanks so much, Gavin, for your wonderful answer about insects. I'm so glad to know you like wasps, because I thought there was nothing good about them as they like to sting us so much. But it turns out wasps are super useful to the planet. So thank you for telling me about that. And thank you, thank you, insects, for helping make our planet so beautiful, for helping to grow flowers and plants and stopping our planet being covered in poo. Let's all say a huge thank you to insects as well as to Gavin for answering Enzo's question. I hope that Ode to Insects answers your question, Enzo. 
and thank you so much for asking me such a thoughtful question. And now for our second question, which comes from Xavier from Sydney. Over to Xavier. Hi, my name is Xavier and I'm five and a half. I live in Sydney, Australia. Why do bees have yellow and black stripes? Thank you, Xavier, for that wonderful question. Well, it's usually thought that bees have coloured stripes to scare away other creatures that want to eat them. So the stripes keep them safe from their enemies. The idea is that if a predator gets stung by a bee, they remember the horrible shock of the sting and also look at the bee and remember the stripy look of it and think, ooh, that bee hurts me and it's stripy, so I won't get near a stripy flying thing again. So, say a bird eats a brightly striped bumblebee and gets stung, remembering the bumblebee's colours may help the bird to avoid making that terrible mistake again. This is good for bees because they only have one sting and they don't want to use it. The more animals want to avoid bees, the better it is for bees as they only have that one sting. So bees have evolved stripes over time and animals have evolved fear of stripes, which is very clever. Remember though, not all bees are black and yellow striped. In fact, in the UK, honeybees are more brown and amber. It's wasps that are more yellow and black. In the Canary Islands, bees are just black with white tips. Other bees, like the Xanthopus bee, are orange and black without stripes. Some scientists got bees from different countries together and put birds into the experiment. They thought the birds would attack bees that were different to the ones they were used to in their country. But actually, the birds stayed clear of all the bees, no matter what colour they were or how striped they were. So the scientists were a bit confused and they think actually maybe the sound of bumblebees flying is also a thing birds and other predators are careful of. It might not be just the stripes that scare other creatures away. So there's not a completely definite answer quite yet about why bees have stripes. A little bit more research is going to be needed, so maybe one day, Xavier, you might uncover the true secret of stripes on bees. I hope that answers your question, Xavier, and thank you for sending it in. Our next question is about something else that is yellow. It's about something stinky babies do. And it comes from Astrid. Over to Astrid. Hello Molly, I'm Astrid and I am seven years old and I live in Bristol and I like sports. I wonder why baby's poo is yellow. Thank you. Hi Astrid, thank you for that excellent question. Do you have a baby brother or sister? I guess you'll have seen that in their nappies they often have lots of yellow poo. Sometimes it even comes out so fast it squirts out of their nappy onto their baby grow. That's sometimes called a poonami and it is pretty yucky when that happens. But why is baby poo yellow? Well, anyone who's had a baby can tell you their very first poo isn't yellow, it's black or dark green. And it's got its own special name, it's called meconium. It's made up of cells, protein, fats and all the things the baby has taken into its body during its time growing inside its mum. It even has special hair in its poo called lanugo. When a baby is growing in its mother's uterus, it's covered in this special fine downy hair. And just before it's born, all the hair cells fall off its body and the baby eats this hair, the lanugo. And 
it goes into this special first poo, the meconium. But next, as the baby starts drinking milk very soon after it's born, then before long the baby's poos start to turn yellow. And this is a very good sign, meaning the baby is healthy and getting enough milk and is doing well. So if your baby has yellow poo, that's great. The colour comes from the digestive juices, gut bacteria and bile. So when a baby swallows milk, it runs all the way down its gastrointestinal tract, which is a long tube that goes from its throat to its bottom, where the nappy is hopefully waiting. The milk goes into the baby's stomach, where digestive juices break it down. The smaller pieces then go to the small intestine. That's where the goodness and nutrients in the milk get taken out to be used by the baby's body to make it healthy and strong. All the things in the milk that aren't needed move into the large intestine. Then bile gets added. Bile is something made in the liver and is added to the small intestine to balance out acid in the stomach and digest fatty food. The bile gives baby's poop the yellow colour along with bacteria from the baby's gut. This is all good whilst babies are just drinking milk but when they move on to trying out mushed up food when they're around six months old then the baby's poos turn all kinds of colours depending on what the baby's eating and they get much more stinky. I hope that answers your question Astrid and thank you for sending it in and if you've got a baby in your house good luck with that yellow poo. And just wait until it's six months old. Good luck, Astrid. And thank you for sending me your brilliant question. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very wonderful week. A huge thank you to Gavin Broad, the insect curator at the Natural History Museum in London, for telling us about insects. And also to Enzo, Astrid and Xavier for this week's questions. If you'd like to ask me a question for Everything Under the Sun, the podcast or the book, then just do a video or audio recording of yourself saying your name, your age, your country and asking me your question. You can just use a grown-up's phone to do this. Then email me your video or audio to molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. If you check out the show's website, everythingunderthesun.co.uk, you will find out more information. My first book, full of all of your questions, is already out and you can find it in all good bookshops. It's called Everything Under the Sun, a curious question for every day of the year. Have a wonderful week filled with lots of fun looking for insects, perhaps spotting a bee that might be around, and hopefully avoiding any yellow baby poo. I'll be back next week answering more curious questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. Thank you, wishing you all a very lovely week. Thank you and goodbye.